welcome to Stop Back and Roll, a podcast about actually playing an actual game that Brandon is actually working on on our actual show and then getting some actual feedback. I'm James. And I'm Brandon. Today we're going to be doing an invisible source book for Tower Shield and running a combat to see if it worked. Yeah, so anyways, I'm not accepting that guy's apology. No, I mean, that's... Because it's not my yeah. name. That's the cold open now, though. Yeah. So. Okay. That that's yeah. what it is now. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Perfect. 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 So, um, good. good so we're golly. talking about uh, <laughs> Paris. Paris. Or no, sorry, it's not Paris. It's the Tokyo Tower. Uh, King Kong monkey covering his eyes, reading a book about a shield. Uh, you forgot the shield. Uh, so yeah, I, I gave an emoji preview <laughs> for some reason <laughs> in the Discord. Uh, today we're going to talk about Tower yeah, Shield, which is uh, Red Crawl, which up high. Who knows? Who knows what it is? Who knows what anything is? I every designer has within them <laughs> a D and D killer that is that is just just a heartbreaker waiting to happen. It's just it's ten thousand dollars of your own money away from being a yeah. heartbreaker. Uh, and thankfully, I don't have ten thousand dollars to turn it into a bunch of books. But uh, but I've got to make sure I hit the right one, yeah. you know, because because I think I think everyone gets one. Can I tell you about my D and D heartbreaker? I don't know if this really qualifies as a D and D heartbreaker, but I have this idea for a game that um, it is not Dungeons and Dragons, but it makes you say enough of the words that sound like Dungeons and Dragons that to someone listening, okay, it might sound like it you would were sound playing like D and D, and so I don't know where that line is. I don't know how you. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how you do that, but like, what if you took all the rules to D and D and stripped away all the things behind them, so that you were only right in order to engage mechanics, you had to say just enough of the right words that it sounded like you were still playing D and D. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna be asking like, does a does a thirty four hit your armor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh. But it is, it's definitely not because no, no. you just rolled a 20 Definitely not rolling. Die. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, clearly not. I think it's a, it's a tarot deck. Uh, it's, you know what I think it might be? Here, here's my pitch okay. for this, James. It is, <laughs> it is a solo tarot card based journaling game that you play across the table from other people. <laughs> So each of you are playing your own okay. tarot yeah, yeah, game. That's everyone a is playing game. their own journaling game, but you have to do it at a table with other people. And you do, and there's like call outs within it that give you mm-hmm. input and information. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. That that's that's what yeah, my gut says. I think that makes sense. I'll have to do some more yeah, thinking about I think that. Th- it might have a GM <laughs> just, at uh, the just table. to keep because otherwise. Yeah, just because like there's otherwise there's not enough verbal stuff mm-hmm. going on, it won't look like D and D. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, They're describing scenes, but those scenes have nothing to do with what you're doing. They they are tangentially yeah. related at best. Yeah. Uh. So that's that's there we go. There's, there's your D and D killer. <laughs> All right. So uh, tell me about Tower Shield. Where are you with Tower Shield now? I don't even remember what version so, of Tower Shield we talked about last or what what form it was in. I I think the last version of Tower Shield that we made 
Then we talked about. I don't know if it was the last one we talked about here. It's the this the most recent one is Brandon got realized that he bought Affinity Mm, like months ago and opened it once and couldn't figure it out and then (laughs) got rid of it. And so I re-downloaded it and tried it out again, and I made a cover for uh, Brandon Leon Gambetta's Tower Shield. Uh, And then I came up with a dice mechanic that I like. Uh, And so that has kind of kicked off Tower Shield again. In terms of like genre and feel, it's meant to feel like what you think D&D should feel like. And it takes kind of like the high fantasy feeling, but combines it with some like super heroics that you're like way bigger than life characters and probably a hint of Three Musketeers because I have no chill. <laughs> I like that your gut instinct was, what if I made a game that feels like how D&D feels? And my gut instinct was, what if I made a game that sounds like how D&D sounds? <laughs> We're just going to keep on going through different uh, different like sensa- bodily yeah. sensations related what to D&D. What if I made a game that was like what if- how D&D smells? What if I made a D&D... What if I made- Nope. What if I made a game that uh, gives you the bodily balance sensation of playing D&D. So, like, there's, like, a lot of, like, leaning forward mm. on a table, and there's, like, occasional, like, loud noises that kind of rock your, uh, rock where your head is. That's the one that's gonna, that's the one that's gonna sell right yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, hmm. And then we can put them all together. And then you yeah. just play in D&D. <laughs> oh, no, we made D&D. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here's what I yeah. would like to do. I would like to briefly describe to you a 20 by 20 room with a, no. <laughs> um, I would like to briefly describe basically like how a combat rolls through. Okay. And then I want to play Invisible Sourcebook okay. with you. And then I want to, if we've got time, do a little mini combat. Okay. You'll have to remind okay. me what all those things are. As we get to them. That's totally fine. Yeah. Absolutely. Not for me, but for the listeners. Definitely. Of not course. For me. Yeah. No. It, this might be somebody's first yeah. episode. Yeah, yeah. Welcome. And I Welcome may to never have... and roll. This is the first And I also may never have mentioned Invisible yeah, this Sourcebook is, of course, on an episode. If this, I, if this I, is I your first it. episode, this is the first time we're talking about Tower Shield and Rad Crawl. It's a brand new thing. <laughs> It's a brand we new thing. Just, definitely not like uh, the 15th we, version if of it. If you're, if you're a brand new listener, we just finished designing a game. Don't go back and listen. It's because it's it's not not, and all that anymore. stuff so, like, and everything prior is just leading up to that finished game, which is definitely real. Um, it's it's more like an ARG like yeah. experience. Yeah, it, it was at PAX, uh, and PAX happened yeah. in this totally real version of reality yeah okay uh so i've just sent you a character sheet it has very little on it as you can see view only um and it's view only oh no i can i can fix this request to edit this is going on the podcast too this is i'm not gonna check my (laughs) top quality audio content okay now you can edit um so the there's two kinds of actions yes. in this game. Tower. There are discrete actions. Yes. Uh, there's discrete actions and continuous okay. actions. So uh, this game uses the concept that you are, in general, 
rolling before you say what you're okay. doing, uh, which is very anti-PBTA. Do, uh, um, and before you know what action you're taking? Yes and no. So, okay, let me, <laughs> okay. I kind of came at this from the wrong side. So, discrete actions are basically like a skill yeah. check, right? It's like a move. You uh, roll dice and you look for successes and you see if you did it or not, right? Uh, with the continuous actions, what you're doing instead is you're in like a combat or a scuffle or like an ongoing situation. You roll your dice and you, uh, based on the hits you get, you're able to do a bunch of different actions. So like if you're facing down 10 people, uh, instead of saying, I want to try to attack this guy, like I want to try to stab Mm -hmm. one of them, instead you'd roll your five dice or however many dice you have, see how many hits you got, and then like use those hits to do actions successfully. Okay. Does that make sense? I think so. Um, so like if you roll your dice and you have three hits in front of you, you look at your character option, like your character actions. Those are, um, spend these to do things. To do these, yeah. Uh, the game has four stats currently: uh, brawn, agility, mind, and charm. I don't know if that'll change. But basically, you're always trying to roll under your stat. And if you roll half your stat, then you're getting like a strong hit. And if it's above half your stat, then, but it's still under Mm -hmm. the stat, then you're getting a weak hit. Uh, This is easiest to see with a character sheet, which is why I've provided one to you. Yeah, I know know how. And we'll, we'll stick a link. And why this episode will make so much sense yeah it's gonna make it so much easier so to, I see to pay attention to it has the word name and concept. um yeah so you don't need to put in name and concept okay. yet but just like as a demonstration i have a i have a, I have a uh, i have a number line here from 1 to 20 with a box next to it next to each stat exactly um and so for each stat like when you put it in uh on the digital version at least it will then indicate underneath what that roll would give you. So I just entered a 16 in for agility, and that means 8 and lower is a strong hit, and 16 to 9 is a weak hit. Okay. I gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Does that make sense? if I roll over my... Wait, so... Sorry. So I'm trying to roll low? Yeah, you're trying to roll under. So what if I I roll under my weak hit? Is that a miss? Yes, then it's a, a miss if it's okay. under a weak hit. Um, so you, basically what that means is you just can't use that die. Ah, okay. Because remember, you're choosing your actions after you how roll many, your how dice. How many dice am I rolling? You're, okay. I don't know yet. That probably is going to depend a little bit situation ah. to situation. I think we're going to start with 40 20. 40 dice. 40 dice, yeah. 20. Yeah. Um, I tried it out a little bit with three. You know what, actually, this is, we're going to be doing a 1v1. So let's do let's do five d twenty for you. Um, but so basically, what I want to mm. do is have you make this character. Yeah. We'll come up with a couple cool techniques for them. Techniques are like they're kind of like feats or like moves. And uh, then let's see what happens if you if we plunk you into some okay. combat. Okay. 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 So I there's different ways you can generate stats. 
because this is a D&D alike. Um, I threw together that you could choose 10, 12, 15, 17 uh, and just assign them. Uh, but if you would prefer to roll no, no. for it, I'm not going to stop you. From that list. Okay, cool. Are you, are yeah. you in the sheet? Do you, oh, I'm in a different sheet. I made a, I made a tab. I oh, made you made a copy. A copy. Okay. James. Oh, you made a different tab. Okay. I didn't want to. Let me I hop over wanna, to the, I wasn't sure other. how we were doing this. And so I wanted to. Oh, okay. Now you're all good. So James, it looks like you set your brawn to 15. Agility to 10, mind to 17, charm to 12. Uh, and so that has given you basically some uh, stat ranges or some roll ranges. So like as you can see looking at this and as people can see by checking it out, if you roll, for example, a 16 or a 17, you can use that only for a mind task because you can get a weak, you've got a weak hit on a 16 or 17 for mind, but not available anything for anything else. Uh but if you roll an eight, you could choose, like, do I want a weak brawn, a weak agility, a weak charm, or a strong mm, mind? Okay. So once I, so I'm not, once I roll the die, I'm then choosing to use it for a specific ability or for a specific. Yeah. Like af after the fact, like after you've rolled, after you've seen what's on it, when you are making the decision of what you want to do, you're assigning them to the different stats. Does that make sense? sort of but i'm rolling more dice than i have stats yes so you could roll you could roll 5d20 and put every single one of them into brawn and just punch people or i could if i say i rolled five tens i could yeah. say these are 10 10 agility weak hits yes you absolutely could if you were like if you're being attacked by archers and you just want to be Or if hit. I rolled five twelves, I could say these are five agility failures. Even though <laughs> I mean I guess, even though yeah, I, I guess could have could. put them in literally any other stat and made them a weak hit. I don't know why <laughs> I would want to do that, but I could. Yes. What have you sent you me could. Now? I've sent you a PDF. It is the rolling version of it. It's just the most updated oh, version of the cover. thing. A game yeah, emulating it's got a the fancy experience cover. of playing a certain game about worms in the dark corners they inhabit before reading the rules by Brandon Leon Gambetta. And it's it's relatively ugly. Uh, down on page eight are the like the basic text. To and this kind of like outlines out how this okay. works. Um, so, for example, on a for scuffling. That is a brawn-based uh, tech. You, on a weak hit, you can do your weapon's weak damage to a foe in melee. All weapons have a weak and a strong. And on a strong hit, you do your weapon's strong damage to a foe in melee. Uh, then there's also, like, fire, which is a dexterity attack. Because we're musketeers, kind of, maybe. Uh, notice, which is getting you information about your allies. Manipulate to kind of, like mess with NPCs and do stuff like that. And then you can like dodge or resist or things like that, which I'm probably going to break out into specific mm -hmm. things. Cause I realized mm -hmm. after the fact that I wanted that. So you can, so, okay. 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 So are we yeah. saying like, so right now, let's, so let's say there's, um, 
So when I when I roll a die, if I'm assigning a die, yeah. let me just actually roll a die. I'm going to roll a die. Yeah, sure. Um, and I just rolled, I rolled a six. So okay. I'm going to assign that six in my brawn. So am I then, yeah. the thing that I'm doing is scuffle? Yes, But if exactly. I had more than one brawn technique, I could choose between them. Is that the intention? So you basically, you spend the, the die results. Yeah. Um, so you say, I want to scuffle. I've got this six. It is a strong okay. hit. So I'm not. And so you would I'm say. Not, like, I, I, have, I have a whole bunch of dice that I haven't chosen what they're doing. And then as we go through play, I am choosing a technique. Techniques are shuffled under, are like under the, the stats. The, the yeah. technique tells me what I'm doing. And the and the my rank in the ability tells me how good of a hit that is. Yes, but I'm always I always know in advance. So I'm just yeah, you, you you know ahead of time. Yeah. So and so the the idea for that is that it okay. makes it pretty yeah, yeah, quick. Yeah. I just wanted to make sure that, that you're yeah, like your idea was that you'd have more than one technique per attribute. Yes, for you'll probably have more than one technique per attribute uh in general um there might be one or two that you don't you know like if you are a if you are a brawler that doesn't want to do anything magical then you might have then probably mind is your low stat and you don't have any mind techniques um so there is our general concept we're 17 minutes in of the recording so we're doing good I see you're already jumping into Invisible Sourcebook. Invisible Sourcebook is a game design concept that I like to talk about. That you uh, create a character. And uh, when you... And as you're creating the character, you're just making up what is in the book. Uh, so instead of like having to pick options or anything like that, you're just sort of saying either... Either as a player, you're saying, hey, is there a technique for this? And I go, yes, of course there is. It's this, and I've made it up right now. Or you're just coming up with something. I see, actually, that you've come up with something. <laughs> put it in the wrong spot, though, so... It's, it's oh, okay. Here. Nice. And that's that actually looks pretty okay. I mean, okay, I literally, I copied. Right? I copied. Oh, I just mean, like, like in terms of, like, looking yeah. at a yeah, 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 character yeah. sheet, right? Um, and so maybe, maybe we'll share this character sheet as well. I hope that that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that's fine. Um, so James, people who are listening uh, now are going, oh, that's what that was that he tweeted yesterday. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I will crack up if I start seeing other people hop onto the, (laughs) hop onto it. Um, Right now, it's just me and a dinosaur. So, uh, oh no, what I didn't you, tweet so the what, link. What? I just tweeted a picture. Oh, I thought no, you tweeted no, the link. No, no. I, say, I wouldn't so tweet funny. a link. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I thought it was a wild decision to have made, but I was like, okay, James. <laughs> All right. So, um, tell us about this uh, thing that this technique that you. Uh, well, I stole it from another technique that you wrote. I just changed the ability okay. attached to it. Um, okay. You had written a you had written a technique called fire, which is a dexterity based sort of uh, yes uh, 
gun gun shooty thing because on a weak hit you spend ammo and do your weapons damage to a foe within range and on a strong hit i guess you don't have to spend damage or uh, ammo you just do get your weapons damage to a foe within range and so i just yep. changed the name from fire to mind bullets uh nice. so now it just it's just the same thing except it uses the mind stat perfect and because you've spent a technique on it um it would be more powerful than your average uh, gun would be okay right like because you've spent the technique you've specialized and so like this is giving you an opportunity to uh to use and like numbers you know yeah. numbers will move around um but because you have ammo for it uh it's even more powerful right like because you could make this so that it's an so it's more like the brawn attack that it's either that it has a weak damage ability and a strong damage ability or you could go like it has a damage and it has an additional effect. But uh having having special mind ammo is also mm-hmm. very cool. Does that like float around your oh, yeah. like does that like float in the air yeah, around absolutely. you? For I the mean, context, for the, the context, guy? the character they're making is Bile the Mind Sword. It's a phenomenal name. Bile the Mind Sword, definitely gonna be a featured character of Tower Shield. Prob- possibly, yeah. if you're okay with that. Yeah, fine. Yeah. yeah. I was like, who just re- who requested access to edit one of my It was me. It was me. Ah. It was you with the comment, please, please Brandon. Um, <laughs> so I'm currently working on another technique called Celebrate. Okay, cool. And nice. on a strong hit, it briefly bolsters an ally's action. An ally's, I should probably... Uh, another thing is it doesn't always have to be weak or strong hits okay because this is like you know it's affecting all sorts of different stuff so you could have a thing that for example could i mean you could also have a thing that says like every turn bolster one ally's action from a weak to strong i'm gonna say this is this has to be a a strong hit okay um and it, it briefly because it because what it does is it bumps a weak hit to a strong hit and that feels really powerful to me I, I was actually going to say that that feels a little weak oh. to me because you're spending a strong yeah. to turn a weak into a strong. Okay. So maybe it's, uh, maybe it's just any hit. That's fair. I, I feel like it's it. Yeah. I okay. feel like a, yeah. And so you can make that, that can either be a, a weak hit. Does it, uh, or, uh, yeah, cool. Uh, Perfect. I'm going to call this. I like that. That that's a charm technique. Uh, no, called strike nice playing playing invisible uh source book is much easier when the other person is also very <laughs> capable of sitting down and just immediately <laughs> coming up with stuff on a oh cool okay um this is also a great audio sorry i wrote a pbta move yeah this is <laughs> You know what though it it works. It's a little I just, weird. I just wanted but it's to have something that sounded like a PBTA move. So I wrote called yeah. strike. <laughs> called strike is a brawn technique where on a seven to nine you deal triple damage with your weapon, and on a ten plus you deal regular damage. <laughs> that's that's so funny, especially because it doesn't like it. But it so it doesn't. Okay, yep. I know what I did. <laughs> This could be a significantly more powerful ability. <laughs> I don't know. Triple damage is pretty big. Triple damage is pretty big. 
Uh, that's true. That's true. How many techniques do I need to make? Uh, we can. We How can interesting do... is this content? Of me silently writing <laughs> techniques. Well, so like, uh, I think I think that we could say, "Hey, that's three. Do you want to see how this plays in a battle? Do you want to battle something? Okay, sure. Okay. Uh, so here's one fun thing: is I don't know how powerful things are, and so I've got like a, I've got a concept I can run right now. Uh, you might destroy everything like it's nothing. Okay, we're or you gonna might do get a wrecked. Of, we're gonna do a little live playtesting for the first time ever. Exactly, stop hacking playtest. Uh, you also, oh, you should have HP. Uh, I don't know how much HP you should have. Let's give you ten HP. Okay, we're gonna put HP. I th- there's um, a possibility that you'll, yeah, let's 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 have ten HP. That's 10, probably too low. Ten HP. That's fine. How many I also don't do have an ally, find? so one of my techniques is. Is useless. That that was it's a bold useless. decision that you made, yes. knowing you're oh, going yes. into a one v one. Yes, I know. <laughs> All right, but I wanted it. How many people do you want to fight in this hallway? Five, ten, fifteen. I bet um, you could take fifteen. Okay, <laughs> I have no idea. So <laughs> me neither. Uh, how much damage do, does my sword do? And my mind. Oh, right. Do? We need to figure that out, don't we? Is you have a yeah. sword? Yeah. Okay. A mind sword. All right. Very nice. Why don't we say? Why don't we say your sword does three damage? Okay. Is um, it, it's, it's a mind sword? What does that yeah. mean? Just it in means terms that of... it's um it means that it's 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 wear stat. Okay. Is pretty high. So it's okay. like fourteen wear. Cool. Weather? No, where is where is how good it looks when you're wearing it, right? Oh no, I was gonna that... uh, it wears okay. down over time. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Which is something I just inserted. Oh yeah, this game has extremely detailed encumbrance rules. Yeah, so, you yeah, know. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's also it's uh it's it's um how heavy is a sword? What like six pounds, eight pounds? What uh, kind three. of sword is it? It's a two point five pound sword. Well, so it's it's a it's a it's a two pound sword, uh okay. because it's a mine sword. So it's actually not a real sword. Oh, okay. It's, That's not... it's just which is why its wear is so high because it's just my mind. It's the focus totality um, of your will. Yeah, which yeah. We- will wear down over time. Definitely. But uh, as you get tired. Mm-hmm. But it, it, but it, as a trade-off it weighs less. Okay. Oh, and so it so it probably also refreshes wear uh when you get like a long rest. Yeah. Or yeah. Yeah, absolutely. James has the nice quiet keyboard. I've got the <laughs> I have a very loud keyboard. Loud I just, keyboard. I just okay. type quietly with it. Oh, I can't do that. I guarantee you my microphone is picking it up, though. Okay. So. Uh, all right. Up next, we got to set out your mind bullets. Yeah. Um, so your mind bullets, you have a limited amount of ammo, which I think in general means... Oh, wait. Your damage has to be... We need two different damage ratings because you've got a weak damage and a strong damage. So okay. let's say uh, weak damage is two, strong damage is three. Okay. Uh, weak is two, strong is three. Perfect. Um, I don't know how that, how relevant that'll be, because I'm probably, we're probably just going to do a little, like, yeah. mook fight. Yeah, yeah, The The mind rifle just has damage four. Yeah, it just gets uh, the one. ammo eight. Okay. Yeah, it just gets the one, one damage amount, because it's a uh, ammo-based weapon. It is seven pounds. It is seven uh, pounds. Okay. It, it's, um, it has <laughs> less wear. It has wear five. Okay. Um, and it refreshes refreshes um, 
on a short rest. Oh, nice. Okay. It's a little bit. It's not as, as strong of a mind weapon. I love that we're going deep into the <laughs> encumbrance rules that probably yeah. won't I'm not make it in. Bile the mind gun. I'm no, bile no, the mind, mind sword. sword, of course. Yes. All right. Awesome. Important. Okay. So, let's 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 freaking go. Is there anything else that we think we need? I don't think so. I I just need to have my my villain sheet, which I've got. I've got my information for. I'll put it in the document as well, because we'll probably share the document. No reason not to. Okay. Okay. Um. Okay. So, bile the mind sword. Uh, obviously you are here to deal with some kind of horrific villainous threat. Uh, in Tower Shield, you're not like going into. Uh, you're not going into like dungeons. You're like going into locations primarily within the city mm-hmm. uh, because we want our villains to be things that are causing active harm. And so I feel like maybe maybe it could be fun having uh, m- maybe some like uh, mind controlled creatures, given that you're all, you know, mindy, focused yeah. out of your will and all that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and so you're in this uh, legally distinct illithid tower yeah uh that has been pulling the strings behind the oligarchs and you are charging down this hallway and the down at the end of the hallway there's like 15 uh people that are royal guards but they have like the the squiggly line the squiggly comic book lines and like some like uh octopus things wrapped around their heads to show that they are uh, mind controlled and you're gonna fight all of them and i hope it's gonna be dope i hope i survive <laughs> i believe that you will okay okay how do i do this so here's how we do this so combat starts uh the heroes are pretty much always reactive to combat starting interesting uh the reason for that is that you want to be able to react to the attacks coming at you Okay, why do I want that? Because I... you need to be able to block it, right? Like you've got one okay. of your options for dice is to block or stop something. So okay. there's these 15 guards. Uh, for every three of them, uh, they are going to be doing one attack. Uh, okay. And that attack, and I'll, like, I'll, I'll let you know if it's like a ranged attack or a physical attack. Um. That's probably not going to matter too much because you don't have any moves that specify that. So yeah. that's not something to worry about. Uh, so the first thing we do is we say, like, you know, you're running down this hallway uh, and the guards start to, like, kneel down into crossbow position. And uh, you've got five attacks uh, shooting towards you. Oh, boy. So go Can I dodge out of the way? So go well, So So first what we're going to do is we're in a scuffle, right? Yeah, I have rolled. So you've dice. rolled. Okay. Yes. Uh, so five dice. you've rolled five dice, and what did you what what results have you got? I got a sixteen, a ten, an eight, an eight, and a three. Nice. Okay, you're going to be able to use all five of your dice, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 Cool. So what uh what do you assign them to? Uh, do I have to assign them all right now? No, you can you just like spout out what you're doing one at a time, however makes the most sense. Um, so can I, so I have, but I have, I have a bunch of arrows, like or crossbow bolts coming at me. Yeah. You've got five of them. Can they'll, I, they'll do, do they'll do two damage. 
They'll do five one damage dice. a piece. Uh, what? Do I need to spend five dice? No, you can choose to, to take the hits. Okay, but I, but if I didn't want to, then I would have to. So if, if right now, if I didn't want to take damage, yeah, then I have to spend all five of my dice to find a way to block them. Yes. Um, which I probably couldn't do. Well, I could probably, unless you let me block with my mind, the 16 won't work. The yes, 10, yeah. I could hit, I could hit with agility. Yeah. Um, so, okay. So let's say a scenario where I spend all of these dice right now. Then when do I roll dice next? Uh, then, so basically you would, uh, if let's say you block everything, uh, we would describe how cool it is that you're dodging and blocking everything. And then, uh, then they would attack again, right? We'd be at the top okay. of the next round. Um, I if did I not do an easy fight. Dice. It turns out that's fine. <laughs> if I don't spend, if I don't spend my dice, like what's the benefit to what, what do you see the benefit of me spending dice versus not spending dice right now is so they like they so have you a volley spend all your dice. So um, like, they don't because you're now spent. You're now in your choice mode. Basically, okay. If you said like I attack five times, cool. Then we'll get those results in. And uh, okay, gotcha, gotcha, and gotcha. then from there we'll see what you're uh, what you're looking like. So okay, let's do this. Let's spend. Um, and you can you can you don't need to you don't need to like dodge first then attack. Okay, this is all your cool action. Yeah, well, I'm gonna describe it. So I'm gonna Perfect. say let's do this. Let's say um, I'm gonna use one of these eights. Or I'm gonna use one of the. Th- I'm gonna use the three. Okay. in agility to to dodge uh one of the attacks cool um can i use the eight to in agility to dodge the attacks or can yes I, can i use the eight in mind to use my mind to push the bullet out of the way or the the bolt out of the way i think that would be a different technique um but okay, you can which I don't have. A, a weak hit is fine for um for blocking these attacks these are weak attacks okay so i'm gonna use a three and an eight to block two of the attacks great and then I'm gonna spend. Uh, I'm gonna spend the one of the other eights and one of the and my and my ten. Uh, no, my eight and my sixteen to do uh, the mind bullets thing twice. Great, and one of those is a strong. Uh, one of them will be a strong. One of them will be a weak. So I use one of my bullet, one of my ammo. Right. So you're down to seven ammo, but you've done. Uh, you've done eight damage. So uh, and, that fifteen is dropping down immediately, yeah. and to, then uh, I'm gonna. And I have a ten left, and I'm gonna spend the ten to do a uh, a regular damage with my brawn. Okay, which will active. Oh, that is a, on a ten plus. You <laughs> deal regular yeah. damage with that. Deal regular damage. Okay, so we have two damage from your brawn. We've got uh. Eight damage from your uh, mind bullet from your mind bullets. So you've done ten damage. Uh, these mm-hmm. guys are paper. So mm-hmm. that was that's five. Each of them is one hit. But I took three damage. But you took three damage. Yes. Uh, so you are like a whirling dervish of mind bullets, just like, and the guards are just like collapsing down with against the. Uh, focused totality of your mind okay and uh at the end of that round you now uh are facing off against just five of them at this point uh they're they're like they've pulled their swords and they're charging towards you so that there's going to be uh there's there's going to be two attacks 
it rolls okay. up. So in a world where there were more players, yeah, you'd have a lot of so basically, basically what's happening is they are doing a whole bunch of attacks, yeah. and I'm responding, and then the other players would all respond. Yes. Now, um, I, I don't know 100% how NPC HP is going to work. Um, yeah. You shredded this the way that I initially uh, thought of it. Mm-hmm. But I think it would be extremely difficult. I think 1v15 is not possible no. if, it, if the stuff doesn't roll onto the next target. Um, and that might be okay. It might be okay that like a 1v5 is reasonable and a 1v15 is not. Well, I also didn't take any techniques to let me, like, cleave. That's true. That's true. Uh, if I were a, a different kind of sword swordsman, then it then might, that be, might have worked. Yeah. yeah. And if I had... And so, like, so like you know, I'm sorry. I'm just trying to imagine in a game where you have five players, let's say. Yeah. And there were five NPCs. Then they would, instead of having w- me as one person getting five attacks coming at them, it would be maybe... You might each three get one, people, or, or you might each get one. Like the person in front might get three, or yeah. Like, so they're know. spread out. So that feels like one v five feels really difficult. I think I think that the balancing this game comes down to. It sounds right now. It sounds like it's all about the number of opponents. I think so. Or the ratio of opponents to to players, because like I said, yeah, like because if there's if it's one five v five doesn't feel anywhere as deadly as one v five. Oh yeah, like one v five feels proportionately, like exponentially worse. Yeah, but like if it was one v five, you would have taken out. Uh, even if like let's say that it's one v five and they each have three hit points, then you've taken out three of them. Mm-hmm. You know, and then you're down to two, which is maybe the way to do it. Maybe. Maybe it should not be an HP pool. Maybe it should be uh, individual HP amounts. Which yeah. would up the difficult. Uh, it would mean that you should not be up against 15 of them. Or <laughs> or, or um, every everyone is just one hit. Yeah. It's just lots of people. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, we uh, given that you are able to take out a team of 15 hit points mm-hmm. in two actions... Uh, that is, that is probably, that you, we probably don't want 45 people for a team of five, right? So that, okay. So let me tell you about this because this is, I'm sorry, you go ahead. Do you want want me to just keep going? Um, the one thing, so the one thing I'll say that you, that might be worthwhile to consider is the way that Lancer solves this problem is it has the concept of grunts and veterans. Okay. Um, and so grunts are, so you have your, like, your way that you stat out NPCs and where like an NPC might have, uh, this kind of gun and this kind of, uh, of shield yeah, and this like, kind of armor and then, and this, like this many health points and you kind of give them a, a, a roughly equivalent to the PC's level of, of, of tech. Um, mm-hmm. and then if they have, if, if you give them the grunt, whatever, template, cloak, template um, then they still do the same amount of damage they still get the same like guns and stuff yeah but they only have one health yeah so one hit knocks them out and so then it becomes this cool game of like you knock like if you don't deal with them quickly they can still do a lot of damage but if you knock them out quickly then you can then focus on the people who have more health yeah 
I think so that's that maybe the way to do, do it. Because I think the problem was that I rolled your damage. I, I, I rolled over your damage to the next character. And I think 15 is too high. Yeah. So if, yeah, if, yeah. Like, let's, let's retcon for a minute. Yeah, let's go back. That you, that you were up against. That was really three hits. That was three I mean, hits, let, yeah. Yeah, let's just say that was three hits that did, did a fair amount of damage. Yeah, so that in each of them would, needless to say, take out one of these guys. Yeah. So that would put you down to 12 left. Okay. I think you can still win this, actually. Yeah. I didn't have faith in you before. You want to <laughs> take another round? Yeah, sure. So I rolled. All right, so there's... Rolled much worse this time. Okay. Uh, well, luckily, there's only four attacks now, because there's 12, 12 okay. enemies. Um, so I only have one die. I have a nine that I can use an agility to dodge their okay. attack. Or wait, so what kind of... This time, we're now engaging in melee combat, though, right? Yes. So I'm going to spend. I have a nine that I'm going to spend in to to agility to to do, to do like a weak dodge. Okay. To dodge one of the attacks. Cool. We're and down I have to three. A, and I have a twelve in that I'm going to spend in brawn to like block one of the attacks. Nice. Down to two attacks. Um, and then I'm going to. I have a sixteen, a seventeen, and a twenty. Oh no! A sixteen, um, a seventeen. And, okay. So the sixteen and seventeen, I'm going to put in mind bullets. Nice. Spend two more ammo. Do eight more damage. The whip the whip. Uh, or two hits. Two, two hits. hits, yeah. So uh, those, 16, get, 17, those get taken down. 20, the twenty I can't really spend it in anything. No, yeah, that was that's that's the so twenty is just not useful. It's just not useful, yeah. Uh so I take two hits. So you take two hits. And we get like a For how much? sword going into your uh just one each. Okay. Uh so I'm down to five. I'm at half health now. Uh oh. They're at ten, so they're at two thirds health. Mm-hmm. Um, I think maybe we don't roll up damage. I mean, I think we don't round up damage necessarily unless it's on the upper high, uh, end of it. That probably depends okay. type of mook to type of mook. Uh, so now you're kind of like, you're like badly surrounded at this point. Um, one of them like swings out uh, mm-hmm. a whip and like grabs onto your leg. Uh, and they're like trying to move into position to just gank you with a crossbow. Uh, you're taking three attacks this round. Okay. Um, so I will, I have, I rolled better this time. I have an eight, two nines, a two and a 17. Okay. Um, so I'm going to spend, um, I have how many attacks? Uh, three. Three. So I'm going to spend the two nines in agility to dodge those attacks. Okay. Nice. Uh, two of the attacks. Two of the attacks. I'll still take one. one. Yeah. And then I'm going to spend the eight in brawn which will okay. trigger my called strike to deal triple damage nice this is because eight is between seven and nine yeah <laughs> um so i'll do triple damage uh i have a 17 which i'm going to spend in mind to shoot another mind bullet nice uh, and spend an ammo and then two i'll put in a two i'll put in brawn i guess just does a regular attack sounds yeah because called strike is a little weird I Call think for the pur- only- purposes of this weird move, uh, we're gonna yeah. go ahead and say that that does that that does That's float, it. right? Like that takes out three, let's say. Okay. Uh, so that took out five enemies, uh, yeah. and you take one damage. I will say right now, without like, because we're we have we have we've done two rounds, yeah. Especially with that many going up against that many attacks. 
blocking feels very costly because like okay. I could easily spend all of my dice yeah. just blocking. Yeah. Let's do another round. Let's do another round. Okay. So uh, you took uh, one damage, so you're down to six HP, I think. Yeah. Uh, so there's five of them left. Two okay. attacks. Okay. Um. So I'm going to spend... I have a 10, a 1, a 13, a 16, and a 4. So I'm going to spend a... I'm going to spend a 10 and the 13 in brawn to block those attacks. Perfect. And then I'm going to spend... So that's two, that's two attacks. I've blocked both of them. Um, I'm going to spend a 16 in... I guess the 16 will go into mind bullets. Right, because it has to another, be uh, another gun. mind. 16 is the only thing I can do. Yeah, it has to be mind. So, but, so it costs me another ammo. I'm at less than half ammo now left. Okay. Um, but that's one attack. And then I'm going to spend... a one, I have a one and a four, which I guess I will put into brawn. Just cool. to like, do a mind sword attack. Standard damage. Yeah. And so that brings them down to just two of them left. I think at this point, there's no way they're yeah. sticking around. Uh, you've just taken out 13 people in like four rounds. This is, you know, this has been less than a minute of you I just also like took running down this hallway. About half of my health, though. Yes. Yeah. I've, and I, like I was, I feel like if I had in that first round, I could have spent all of my, my dice to block. And then I wouldn't have done anything. And then. Yeah. Like. There is a, there's definitely a, you've got to, you have to trade, there's a trade-off. Like, if I had spent yeah. all of my dice to block, they would have just kept attacking, and I would have probably been able to keep blocking. Unless you rolled an 18, 19, or yeah, 20. Yeah, like, the second, the second time I, the second round, I rolled much worse. Yeah. So I wouldn't have been able to block them all. I would, I would have just taken damage, and not, still not at that point have done any damage. So you've got to, like, you've got to take damage to do damage. Yeah. Um, and like that, that's probably a balancing thing. Um, I don't know if 10 HP makes sense or if it's way too low. It might be way too low. Um, but that's kind of the concept. And so like with a group of people, you would have everybody have their dice on the table at the same time. Yeah. And people would be able to be like shouting stuff out, you know? Um, and so like where you're going, like, uh, like you're expecting to get hit and someone else has like a shield ability that they can stick in front of you or, yeah, uh, or like. I might even make it so that you, so that taking out attackers takes out attacks. But I don't know if that's too powerful because that might make blocking. Yeah, useless. I wouldn't do that. I think I think not that. Um, but like you know, you might have an ability that lets you block multiple attacks in one round. Maybe it um depend. So it, I would say you didn't roll dice for those attacks. Did no, you? I didn't. So maybe what I would say is have a um so like thinking it through um maybe if you take out an attacker their attack does weak damage as opposed to strong damage mm, yeah but if it's like a ranged attack then it or a spell attack then it just does full damage because like presumably by the time you were reacting to it it was mid flight it was already flying yeah yeah that could make sense how did it feel in general um Tough to say with one v one and no role playing. I, <laughs> I like again. I I kind of bounce off of the. Um, it feels very much like so. I, like I see what you are going for. Okay. With uh wanting to like resolve things quickly and have people call out actions and stuff like that. Yeah. And obviously that's that's hard because I'm just one person. Yeah. But like 
it feels very much like you with with like laying setting out all the NPC actions up front and then letting people react. I think that it would fall my fear is that it would fall into a, a movement of every round is okay, how are we dealing with all these uh, these this damage? Mm. And then let's move on to And then attack what can we do? Figure out what, we, what can that. we still do once we've done, dealt that. And That's it, that true. might be some bargaining of people saying, "Well, I'll take this hit. I don't mind." Yeah. I have the health. Yeah. Um and my fear is that that is not as fun. It might not be. And I wonder there isn't that uh that chance. And there isn't the and I think that like like what you're going for is kind of a um a percussive um nature to the game where like it feels like things are happening quickly and like you're and like you keep saying yeah. like and people are calling out actions but like if we're all sitting around and going, going okay well there's five of us and there's seven attacks and like who's going to deal with that attack and who's going to deal with this attack and mm. how can block this attack like that's not that's not what you're what you want yeah um i and i wonder where um i wonder if it wouldn't be better to bounce back and forth between in like a loose initiative kind of system yeah um where you where the where like npcs act first and you would say like this person is attacking you and then they go okay well uh i will defend myself with this and yeah push your die forward and then you go okay and now you're this person's doing this mm, um, that's true or like now it's now it's an, a PC slot wh- who's doing something yeah and then um, and then having it be having it be that you've got the possibility also of like uh i guess at that point even the the gym could theoretically roll but that's a lot of dice on the table potentially yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't have I the feel GM like that's not roll. worth it i would just have the gm call out attacks yeah and i, I think the other thing that that does is that means that, like, so you're still having, because you're forcing players to go, yeah. you're front-loading. So there, th- like, there will always be that, do I use this die to attack, or do I use this die to defend? Yeah. And if everything is laid out on the table, then it's entirely on the player to make that decision. Right. Um, and it feels, that could feel bad. Like, it felt bad to choose to take damage, to even though I knew yeah. that I needed to do that. Whereas, if we're going back and forth, I'm spending my die to, there aren't, there isn't, like, a pending attack that needs to be dealt with. So, I'm spending yeah. my die to do a mind bullet attack. And, and then, then later out. I don't have a, later I don't have a die to defend myself. And yeah. so, functionally, what I've done is make the choice to take damage. But you made it earlier. You made, made it made far it enough away around. from it that it doesn't feel doesn't like feel that way. You've made the decision right then. That totally makes sense. And then I think also there's you know possibility of uh, different effects and stuff like that. If you're fighting yeah. a villain, they they should. I do have something I, interesting. I do like having the N- the NPCs go first. A game like Quest says the players go first. Yeah, and that. Or and Lancer has all the players go first. I think Quest has all the players go first, and oh, then wow. the NPCs move. Yeah, and Lancer has the players start, and then you alternate back and forth. I would almost say have the NPCs have an NPC go first. Yeah, at least one. Maybe like maybe put a couple pending actions on the table. 
Yeah. Um, just to give some things just for to give players like to spend on. That, yeah. 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 Um, and to keep that like, like it, the one thing I will say is when I was, when I was, when we started and suddenly you were like, Hey, there's, you're in a hallway and there's five attacks coming at you. Yeah. That felt, I felt pressure. That okay. I wouldn't have felt if you had said, Hey, there's 15, like you said, there's 15 bad guys and five crossbow bolts coming at you. Yeah. If you had said there's five, 15 bad guys and one of them shot you with a crossbow bolt, what do you do? Yeah. Like there's less pressure there. Yeah, definitely. That, that, so maybe that, letting, letting bad guys, maybe like you need a weak goon squad that can like, that only has a little bit of health points, but does multiple attacks per round. Yeah. And so you could like attack with the goon squad first and they do three attacks that need to be mm-hmm. dealt with. And I mean, I mean, if you're, if we're talking about, if we're talking about like simple NPCs, like it could even be a thing that like that they have a first strike ability that like they make yeah. three attacks right off the bat the bat because the other thing that i came up with <laughs> or that i was thinking was what i what i was looking for then like halfway through this was i would like to have like a parry repost ability yeah that lets me block and then also do damage yes because if i'm blocking all the time then I want some kind of a technique that lets me turn that block into an attack as well. Yeah. I made a technique called shield bash that when you weak hit block a melee attack, do one physical damage. And when you strong hit block a melee attack, do two physical damage. So it's like when you block, you do a small amount of damage that, you know, kind of adds up over time. And gives you yeah. more reason to use your strongs to block. But obviously not everyone will have that. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. working out what the different things do is another funky thing. And how many abilities for characters to have. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> there's something here. I like it. Right? I feel like there's something here. I feel like I've like this this playtest was obviously a silly way to do the playtest. Because it's one person, and I was yeah. making up a lot of values. Uh, but I feel like... And we all made up a lot of things here. We made up a lot of things here. Uh, but I feel like with a couple people, that starts to like heat up and get much more interesting. And also, with like multiple things going on, you know? Yeah. Like, you've got... You're, you're trying a... to save somebody or something like that, and you've got people firing at you, and they're, the big bad is walking towards you. Like, you know, you've got multiple things to deal with. Give me an idea for another game. Okay. That I don't know that with like five minutes left in this podcast, I want to get into. We can make a game in five minutes. Um, (laughs) So, okay. So here's my, here's my thought. I've just been staring and looking at these, these, these lines from one to 20. Yeah. And I was thinking, okay, so what if you had a timeline? What if this one to 20 was a timeline? And I'm gonna make another. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna make another character sheet here, real quick. Okay. I'm just gonna make another sheet, actually. So we have. Oh. Uh. Okay. Sheet three. James two one apparently. Um, James twenty. So we have a timeline from one to twenty. Yeah. And that represents um a chunk of time. Okay. 
that we are going to spend thinking about the next like bit of action. Yeah. And so then you have um so and I'm imagining a a world where we're sitting around a table or we're sitting at a, a virtual tabletop and we literally have a timeline from 1 to 20. Um that we're looking at. Okay. And so then what if I have okay, so then I have a uh, I you say well there is an enemy sorcerer the enemy sorcerer is going to cast fireball fireball takes uh it takes seven six seconds for them to cast okay and then it hits on the seventh turn yeah um fireball <laughs> and and then I say okay well I'm a a rival wizard I have a counter spell and my counter spell is three blocks of time and so i will move that to this six seven eight so now i'm i'm taking up my six seven eight section of the combat uh to block that fireball as it hits actually it probably needs to hit before they cast it so i'll do it there okay um and then you're saying okay well there's a skeleton the skeleton is going to attack attacking is only a uh a two second attack so it only takes up two blocks and so then I need to defend myself. Defending takes one block. So I'm going to put the, my defend in uh, in here because uh, mm, so, so that you're... this is this is not visually very interesting. So I have what I've done we'll, is we'll I've just said it. yeah. What I've done is I've said uh, uh, in so in one to six seconds the 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 fireball. So the the enemy sorcerer is taking six seconds to cast. And, seven, and on the seventh second, they cast Fireball. And then the skeleton is attacking me for the first two seconds. And I need to I need to defend in one of those two seconds. And then if but if we if we had, for example, a rule that said you've got to counterspell a spell within the first three seconds of it being cast, yeah. well, now I need to find a way to fit. I could I could choose to fit my counterspell into the first three seconds, but then I can't defend the skeleton hit in the first three seconds because I'm already doing something then. Yeah. And so then I have to take that hit unless we have another player who says, hey, I'm going to defend James uh, in those first two seconds and use one of my two seconds, second, uh, my one and two second chunks to defend and then maybe do something else. And maybe... Um, That's interesting. You have- you know what this getting, getting? What was that game that was from the people by who did FTL that you played? I don't know. No, I don't remember that. Oh, um, uh, into the breach. Yeah, is yeah. getting into the breach a little vibes? bit like that. And I'm imagining because what I'm also what I'm imagining is a game that has um, I have an ability card that says fireball. Yeah, seven, uh, seven, uh, seven seconds to cast hits on the seventh second. Yeah, and so I place my my I play I physically place my card next to the seventh second. Yeah, um, and maybe maybe for a, a standard playing card, it has so actually for a second, let's just say that it hits on the sixth second. Okay, um, and so I have a standard I have an I have a standard playing card takes up three chunks of time, um, and so I. I have a playing card that says adventure uh, fireball hits in the sixth second. Uh, and it has like a ruler that has four five and six. And the six has the little like fireball thing. Okay. And then I just need to go grab like a, a three counter that shows that yeah. I'm doing something. Uh, so just another card. And then my, my fireball card 
that go on the map and then like maybe i have uh uh defend defend only takes up one second so i can put it anywhere so that when i then i place it if i if i have to get it up again second to second like if i had to defend and it, that defend had to be right up next to my counter spell yeah and i like lay the cards over each other yeah and then you can kind of at the end once everyone has sort of organized everything look through the from left to right from left to right and read out the actions as they occur that's really cool. I could definitely see that being a lot of fun. Because then you would more or less, like, what you'd be doing, you're not rolling, you're kind of having... You're, you're choosing, yeah. It, it's almost like uh, Sherlock's Holmes fighting. Yeah, You're, like, yeah, seeing yeah, yeah. all of the things as it's happening and just, like, getting yourself into the perfect situation for it and everything. Yeah, and you probably wouldn't be looking to... You wouldn't be looking to fill your whole timeline because right. I imagine that maybe as a player, you, you have six things in your hand that are the six things that you can do. Yeah. Um, but you are, this is, this is a quest hack is really what this is. This is what <laughs> I, I should really write. This as a quest hack. How is this um, a quest hack? It doesn't involve Because you have abilities like quest. Oh, okay. Um, and a quest, and quest is also, you have like, you can buy the deck of cards and then okay. you physically have your, your abilities as cards. So that's what I'm thinking that as an average character in quest has like five abilities. And so you have five cards in your hand, but you're maybe only playing one or two of them every round. Okay. Maybe you're only playing one of them every round. Um, and where on this timeline of maybe, maybe it only goes to six seconds. Maybe we're doing this in six second chunks. Mm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I need to chew on that a little bit more. I'm, yeah, I feel like filling 20 slots is a lot. lot. I feel a little bit like six might not be much. Like if you're doing, because if you're doing 10. six, then you're making one action. Yeah. Maybe two. If you're given like two actions or three actions and 10 seconds of time, you got a little bit of wiggle room in there. Because then even like your wizard could do their big six second cast and do a second thing. You know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You wouldn't want a wizard to be able to cast two spells. That's ridiculous. (laughs) Oh, I meant you don't want a wizard to only be able to do one spell. No, I actually do think that you only want people to do so. so. Sorry, joking aside. Yeah, you I don't do want the wizard to be you, doing two massive spells. Yeah, maybe one one big fireball that takes seven seconds and then one quick thing. Yeah, yeah. That's really um, cool. I actually kind of like this also. James, do we just find your heartbreaker? Maybe. Maybe this is my... It's like, it feels very... Um, uh, like boss dungeon is is, the, is that the yeah. game where you're like building yeah. out a, a dungeon that's what it feels like a little bit and um there were a couple other i forget what it was called but i played a game where you like i there's like a, a genre of programming board games where you yeah. program what your little robot does to move around the field to like battle bots i played like a battle bots programming board game and it feels a little bit like that and it feels it has a little bit of a feel of like what's the game where you're trying to maneuver all the cars around uh, a parking lot to get cars out like that's what it feels like too um i told you we could make a whole new game in five minutes yeah did we do it so that's i don't, think I don't we know did. yeah pretty close oh, pretty close pretty close all right so i think you've got a new project to finish yeah. when you're done when with uh 
Once I finish a uh, space between no, sometime in the unders- undescribed future. You're allowed to have a, a backburner project. That's what Tower Shield is for me. It's my backburner project. Okay. All right, cool. Yeah. So everyone who is mean to me about not finishing a space between, Brandon says I'm allowed to work on this on the side. I I do say that. That is, I for- believe that firmly. Uh, however, if it starts taking up more time than the other one, it's no longer the backburner project. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Well, um I am going to begin casting fireball. So you only have six seconds to hit us up on Twitter well, and tell us how you feel. Good news is I've got a strong I've got a technique that lets me block fireball. <laughs> this uh, isn't where we do a joke bit. in the script, Brian. Uh, are we too early? Are we too early? Oh no. I'm too early. I mean I started doing a joke, so um uh, But yeah, you can find us on Twitter to talk if you want to talk to us about this game. Or if you want to uh now when you're hearing this game this episode at three AM EST or sometime on Tuesday, uh and you wanna retweet one of those tweets that I just did, because I just tweeted two things, um, and be like, Oh, this makes sense now. Even if it made sense to you before or it still doesn't make sense to you uh just retweet one of those things at me and say oh this makes sense to me now um you can do that at either stop hack and roll where we are together using that account often or uh that's how that that sentence goes or individually i am at and the meltdowns i like that you responded to your own post with what is this question mark yeah so <laughs> that's great you could also find me at b and gambetta i'll probably actually share the character sheet is that a is that a bad idea? I don't know. Uh, I mean, I guess anyone can edit it then. Maybe I'll put it up with comments. Don't share. Just show a picture. I'll I'll, we'll, I'll we'll follow see. up. I'll share a picture with my with my techniques. Okay. Uh, in any case, you can find me there at Below and Gambetta. You can find uh, all of our episodes, things we've been working on, etc. at www.stopbackandroll.com. We make this podcast with the support of our Patreon backers. I know that times have been hard, and so some people have had to shuffle their money around, and we appreciate the amount of money that you're able to give to us. Um, and so we'd like to thank some of our backers, people like Terry Robinson, Devin White, Bren, Oliver Perks, Riverhouse Games, T.P. Huth, Magpie Mirror Test, Ollie Jeffrey, Evan Nyquist, and Himra. If you'd like to help support our show and our other show and some of the other things that we're working on, um, then you can check us out at patreon.com slash stop hack and roll. If you would like to help us out in a non-financial way, consider supporting the community by becoming a part of it. Uh, you can find us on our discord at discord.stophackandroll.com where we talk about these things and you'll see more <laughs> of this yeah, kind of stuff. That, but also Brandon six, at least six seconds has passed now. So I have oh. finished uh, casting my fireball and no one has done anything to stop me and so as you are engulfed in flame don't forget to stop hack and roll Wait, there we go. That's the end of the podcast. That is the ultimate end to the podcast. Yeah. In the end, I killed Brandon with a fireball.
It checks because, out. Because none of you stopped me, yep. listeners. <laughs> you, you could have prevented this. <laughs> you could have called the phone number that yes. we set up to prevent me from being killed by James the Joker. 